Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I'm also a huge fan of the internet cooking show Binging with a Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 159. 159. How's it going, James? Um, It's going pretty good, Johnny. Can't complain. It's maybe the nicest weather I've ever seen in my entire life outside. And have I been outside? No. but The perfect temperature to record a remote podcast. Mm-hmm. To be completely indoors. Uh, how are you, Johnny? I'm doing pretty well. We talked about hanging out in the out-of-doors at some point this week, um, and we didn't make any definitive plans. We haven't. It looks like it's going to be tomorrow. We have not alerted Joe to these plans. Um, Listeners, uh, chime in on the text thread that we have going on and tell us if tomorrow is going to be the day to hang out or if it's going to be later in the week. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of the man who was not consulted about when to hang out, um, should we bring him in? I think so. Usually I'm the one that suggests it, and you pretend that you hate him. So this is a wild turn of events after 159 <laughs> listen, episodes. Listen, after some the innovation is the key to success and i'm just trying to mix it up you know keep it fresh innovation is the key to success that classic phrase that we all learn mm-hmm. in everyone knows school. it uh i think it was franklin Delano roosevelt uh that's said right it. Mm-hmm. right and he after. said don't look at my legs yep <laughs> yep uh he said don't look at my legs freaks because innovation is the key to success and there you go that was his second inaugural i think it's l- less known um, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strick. Everything's weird and I don't know what to say. What's my intro bit going to be about? I'm not allowed to talk to you guys about what our plans are. And now James is introducing me. It's insane. Also, did you know, uh, Franklin, his middle name, it means of Eleanor. <laughs> Franklin D apostrophe Eleanor Roosevelt. I don't think that's what it is, but maybe. Can you imagine? <laughs> imagine, Johnny, if you will. Everything else is the same, but Franklin Roosevelt's middle name is D apostrophe Eleanor. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's like D'Angelo Russell, but different. Do you still support ISIS in this circumstance? <laughs> I don't know why I tried to make you a supporter of ISIS in that moment. Oh, anyway. I was about to say, I'm like, was FDR a secret no, no, no. supporter a, of a, a thing a, that didn't exist yet? All things being equal, and then in this scenario, you also still support the uh, I, the terrorist cell ISIL. Got it. <laughs> we're doing great so far. This yeah, is, we're I mean, off to the hottest start we've z- ever had. <laughs> Zero speed bumps. Just, yeah, this- just clicking. You know, <laughs> Joe, thank you for level. being here. Thank you for having me on this on this drag race into infinity. <laughs> I love your sunglasses, Johnny. Well, to the listener at home or wherever you are, I'm wearing sunglasses because <laughs> I'm recording this in my bedroom, which I've never done. Uh, I usually record in a different room. And apparently at this time of day, the sun is crazy. You got those. That was a, in my mind, I'm like, is this going to be a good story? And as it came out, I'm like 10 times better. The story of a man who once wore sunglasses. It's truly <laughs> going to be tough to top that story for the rest of the podcast. I mean, we're only four minutes in. We got a, at least probably another 30 minutes to try to get back over that peak. And I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. It's going to be tough. In, in this iteration of, of Johnny Nooms, you do very much look like the model for every sun, the, the, every cartoon sun that was ever wearing sunglasses, you know? 
I don't oh, know. I yeah, I, I sun like S U N, not like yeah. You ever see a cartoon version of the sun, our sun? Do I they don't have a mustache too, and it's wearing sunglasses. Yeah, James, you're the only one without a mustache right now. Why don't you get a mustache? I have a yeah, mustache. Idiot. It's just attached to more stuff. When's yeah. the last time you haven't uh, had a beard? Uh, it's been five and a half years. Wait, really? Yeah. Damn. That's good. Cause I, I got I, a chubby I, face, and I, I had thought it for with sure. facial hair. I thought for sure you were about to say, I was clean shaven like six months ago. And I was going to be like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. But oh, no. no. Nope. Interesting. I have not. No, yeah. The closest huh. I went is a two on the trimmer. Got but it. That was Even that was a long time ago. What would it take for you to do mustache with the boys? I would l- lose 20 more pounds and have a cut jawline. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when you do that. And honestly, then, no, I wouldn't. Then <laughs> I, because I have a, I have a, a wispy blonde mustache. Yeah, I think yours looks pretty good. Looking. It oh, looks. But those are it, two it, different takes. I mean, it's it, the length <laughs> is fine. It's not. It's it's strong, but it's just it's so blonde that it looks creepy. Hmm. No, it 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 very much has the. It's pedostash vibes, which is like a it's a played out insult. Yeah, it just is. It just doesn't look great. But when it's we just, it's when bad. we hang out later this week, after the listeners weigh in about what day we're going to hang out on, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I might try to download that app where you can look at someone with a beard and it takes away your beard and puts a mustache on you and see how it looks. I'm I'm very into that. Right. All right. Great. Uh, we I'm, have plans. I I think honestly, if Jimmy, if you did no stash, but if you let the the handlebars grow down, you could look like Hulk Hogan's uh like son that he doesn't claim. You know. Yeah, like like his uh, astute, the epitome of class. Uh, yeah. Hulk Hogan's <laughs> bastard. That's that's what I'm going for. <laughs> sort of, sort of like an astutely hirsute, uh young Hogan child. Just this, this look. <laughs> I love I that you gave him like a a rich backstory of why. Yeah, Hulk yeah, doesn't. yeah. You you were the, you were the Hulk child. You you style you like you have this whole same thing. You have the glasses. You have like you have, but you have the handlebar mustache. And you're wearing like a tweed jacket, and you're a scholar, but you're Hulk Hogan's son. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in actuality, he never was a bastard. He's actually a Targaryen. <laughs> Damn it, Johnny! You finish one Game of Thrones book, and you get all the references. I didn't. I saw Johnny just and got finish... my Game of Thrones book back. I didn't just finish the Game of Thrones book. I finished it six months ago. I just gave it back to Joe finally. <laughs> There's a difference. And then Joe, bless his heart. Uh, uh, offered me the second book after I was the most irresponsible with the first. <laughs> I was about to go and get it. And I'm like, no, 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 I can't have that on my conscience. <laughs> I'll get it from James if I want it. You will not be touching any of my Game of Thrones books, which are directly behind me. <laughs> well, a lot of good visual bits being done mm-hmm. on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A real good, a real good, clean together energy. We again, have going innovation. Right now. <laughs> innovation is the key to success, and I believe the future is visual podcasts. I think that's yeah. what it's going to be. So you mean just like regular videos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. No, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no, Joe. What I mean is visual podcasts. Okay, yes, visual podcasts. They are different from video in that there is no video. 
if we were to if we were to become like a legitimate podcast that puts out their videos and they have like a fake little studio behind them with all kinds of knickknacks, what kind yeah. of fun knickknacks would we have in our studio? I would have the exact knickknacks I have behind me, which are Legos and <laughs> my dad's childhood uh, coin bank, and then I don't know books. I would have it be sort of like red and uh, have it say like I don't know the Joe Rogan experience behind me. That's a good start. Uh, <laughs> I'm changing my answer. It would just be a gun. Not, not like multiple guns on a rack. It would be one gun, and it wouldn't be like a good gun that you mount on a wall. It would just be like a handgun loosely hanging on a nail behind me. That's what it would be. Yeah, I'm into that. That's pretty I good. Think, I, th- I think anything that we can do to sort of up our, our presence in the NRA community, probably mm-hmm. a good move for us. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know what I would have. <laughs> I think honestly, Johnny, you should have the picture that we just took of you, which is you in sunglasses with a fresh haircut and a Waffle House poster behind you. I did. I went to IKEA this weekend and I got a big picture frame for uh, behind me at my work computer, and I'm debating what to put in it because I do think it could be very fun to just put a huge portrait of myself in it, so that yes. on every work call I'm behind. I think you me. absolutely have to do that. I think you have to pay too much money for a portrait of yourself. Right. I Which, could also take like the Woody from uh, Pardon the Interruption approach and just like get a ton of different pictures and like rotate them every day. Or that's the other thing is that you get his because he had the little like board or whatever that you change that you just right. write new shit on every time. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah that's probably become, a better version then, of. But then you become a prisoner of your own bit and you have to think of new things every every day or every week and then it just. As the prisoner of many bits, uh, James brings up an excellent point. Yeah, yeah. I've seen I've seen Joe wallow and die in way too many bits to to ever suggest doing bits to anybody else. Uh, speaking of being a prisoner of bits, uh, Joey and his lovely fiance invited, I believe, all of us over. I'm assuming James is invited. It feels like a safe bet at this. point. I was not, but oh, I was boy. safely out of town. Um. No, 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 to, like, uh, dinner in, like, a couple weeks. No? Oh, yes, yes. I was invited. To yeah, okay, th- okay, good. As I started, well, like, of course he Well, he wasn't, but I... he is now. Thanks, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and my girlfriend was texting with Amanda and said she was going to bring sausage balls, which are a yes. southern classic. And then Joe responded <laughs> with what I found was deeply funny, and my girlfriend did not at all, which was she Joe like says, it. ooh, or beef fingers, which is a different <laughs> form of sausage balls, apparently. <laughs> And now I think there's a high likelihood that I make beef fingers to bring over. I, brother, I would love to see Beef fingers it. and sausage. What are you guys talking about? So right, sausage so balls are a real thing. <laughs> Joe, you go. Okay. Well, no. Explain it, the bit. I, I, it's probably better if you explain what sausage balls are because they feel like a little more self-explanatory. Yeah. Okay. So in, in the South, apparently, uh, it's a very common thing to take Jimmy Dean sausage and bisquick and cheddar cheese and you mix them all up and you bake them and they're just like little party snacks looks delicious yeah 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 and so my thing jimmy if you can kind of backtrack and remember what we were talking about it was is beef beef fingers right so uh we have we have chicken fingers we have fish sticks which in the uk are called fish fingers and then uh i thought well we're missing something here that could sort of form a holy it. what about beef fingers right so mm-hmm. so you take in in my mind, loose ground beef. <laughs> I don't think that would. I think that I don't think that would hold up. I don't Let think me they, finish. Uh, Let him finish. You have to freeze them, and then you do a battering, 
So you freeze the uh, the the beef fingers and then you batter and then you fry. Mm, no, I don't think that's gonna. Work. I don't think. Well, that's so now, well, well, in two weeks we're all gonna find out because I I'm bringing beef fingers. Structurally, that's gonna work. Also, isn't it dangerous to put frozen things in fried oil, frying oil? No, 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 no. you're thinking of fireworks in the palm of your hand and then you squeeze really hard. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my. Mistake. I'll say also. A real thing that does exist. I don't know that beef fingers do yet, but steak fingers are real. I was gonna say oh, it would, right. it would yeah, need yeah, to be yeah. it would need to be not ground beef, just just from a structural point of view, because it would fall apart. Not the way that I'm doing it. No. Yeah, no, I kind of want to put bugle. I want to put bugles hu- on the end of them. hundred <laughs> percent, the way you're doing it, it's gonna fall apart. No, 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 <laughs> no! You're telling me that if I just sort of toss loose ground beef into a fryer, <laughs> that it won't come out perfectly fingered? <laughs> Interesting. Excuse me. Excuse me. Perfectly fingered is the wrong way to say that. <laughs> uh, and I was going to make a say, crass it, sexual joke, but Johnny's mom listens anyway. It caused me quite a laugh to see this text thread where my girlfriend <laughs> goes, "Ooh, I'll bring sausage balls," and Amanda goes, "Yay!" and Joe goes, "Ooh, yeah!" or beef fingers. <laughs> I can't wait until we all love the beef fingers more than the sausage balls. <laughs> sausage balls. The sausage uh, balls just sit Charlie Brownly in a yeah. corner, you know. One <laughs> one bite taken out of one of them and then put, and put back, back on the pile <laughs> of sausage balls. Hell yeah! <laughs> uh, did y'all do any cooking recently? No. Next question. <laughs> I made uh, some cod in the sous vide cooker again, and it was delicious. And you, then I how do you ca- make Call of Duty in a in a sous vide? Uh, Johnny, keep Fucking going. Got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking That's right. got him. And then I did it on a bed of Fortnite, and <laughs> a delicious. Those are the only two shooting games I know. <laughs> What's the Doom. one you played? PUBG. That's right. I got three. There you go. If this was categories, I'd be nailing it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I made a carrot puree, a carrot miso puree, and then I made uh, like a miso and sriracha cod, and then I seared it off, and it was delicious. It was very, very good. That very sounds tremendous. It. it does sound wonderful. Uh, young Ho, oh sorry, were you gonna keep going? Oh, and then I'm making kind of just uh, sweet potato and black bean uh, enchiladas tonight. Fuck yeah, great combo. Uh, young homie Mando made a real, real delicious uh salmon fillet, uh with some asparagus and some rice and really good uh like a soy hoisin uh garlic chili sauce, soysin, soysin if you will, um and then we also uh we tag teamed some buffalo chicken mac and cheese. Which was mm. just tremendous. Damn. I saw yeah. pictures of it. Looked incredible. Yeah. Are you gonna lose the weight loss thing too? <sighs> I am. Yes. I'm give up. Just I'm, give me I'm, money. <laughs> give me I'm out. Money. I'm de- I don't think I'm gonna lose six pounds in a week. I it's gonna take a heroic effort on my part that I am absolutely going to put in. That you're you are gonna put in? I don't yeah. think you should. I think you should just give up and enjoy your life over the next week. Didn't you then... just say that you had buffalo mac and cheese? Let me finish. Okay. <laughs> I'm also going to starve myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> How many more pounds do you have to go? It's fluctuated a lot in the last month, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
ideally six, but I, I haven't checked in a couple days. It could be eight. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, maybe I'll weigh myself tomorrow and then make a call whether I'm going to like do something pretty unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is starve yourself? Yeah, that's the only thing I know what to like how to do that's not healthy weight loss. Right. But I, I mean, also I, don't I, want to do that. That doesn't sound fun. No, that seems I also... Yeah, it's like, do I want to starve myself for $22 or whatever it's going to be? Right. I'll also I'll say this, too. For, for, for better or worse, I am in better shape regardless. Like, I'm not great. 215 pounds, which is a great start. And I also have, like, more... I have better exercise and eating habits. So, I'm awesome, is what I'm trying to say. You are awesome. Given... given well, no, we'll wait until the end, because we do have some... some slightly relevant correspondence but we'll do that later great all right should we move on should we talk about binging with babish the show that this thing is kind of about ostensibly yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh, thing we're we making claim this is about yeah, yeah yeah we're making nachos from the good place hey what's up guys welcome back to binging with babish where this week i'm freshly back from my book tour and i'm pretty fried so i need something a little easier so you can imagine my delight when i tuned into the new season of the good place and saw a gigantic plate of nachos loaded for bear and since tomorrow is national nacho day i was more than excited to test out a litany of options for homemade tortilla chips uh the good place uh have we discussed on this show at all I believe it's come up before. Pretty sure. I have tried so many times to get into the show, and I have failed every time. And I just, I just don't like it. And I know that's, I there are so many people that I love and respect who love this show, and I just can't get into it. And I don't know what it is. Have you? Made I know it to that the end we of- have done something from the show because I do remember you saying this exact thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you made it to the end of the first season, Jimmy? Yes, I've made it. Okay. I believe I made it to the end of the second season, and that's when I finally was like. I don't like this show. Yeah, that's what I, I, get I it. just don't like it. It's yeah. I don't know what it is. It, it's I can tell that it's smart. I can tell that it's well written. I don't by, by like all it. measures should be good. Yes. Should click. Don't care for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did watch. We did foods from the good place. Um, I'm seeing that as an episode. That's right. Oh, we did. did. It, was, it was like Peeps. The peach yeah, marshmallow the shrimp, chili or whatever the right. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. right. Okay, cool. White chocolate shrimp was what he did, and we tried yes. to make it good, and it sucked. Got it. Well, in that same vein, we've also done nachos before on this show, but these look like better nachos than the last time Babish did nachos. Correct. These look incredible, and these I look wild desperately want nachos now. Right. Uh, he did the nachos from Kim Possible, which were not as good, and these nachos from The Good Place significantly better. They looked like. Uh, I, I'd like to start things off with a potentially controversial idea just off the bat, which is to say that I don't always prefer the multi-layered nachos. Interesting. What you prefer a, I prefer a single plane of, of very condensed chips so that everything gets a little bit of everything on it. Cheese, meat, whatever toppings that I can then pull from and apply my preferred dips to. I think that's a fine – I don't think that's a, a necessarily a controversial statement. However, I I would agree with you if I am eating them alone or right. with my wife because it needs to be on at least a large cookie sheet. So, like, I yes. the reason these things are stacked is because the surface area of the serving instrument is typically smaller. It's typically yeah. a restaurant plate, so it needs to be stacked. Right. 
Joe, I, does yes. that still apply if it is layered well? Like in this one, he does a layer of chips and then he does all the toppings and then he does another layer of chips and all the toppings. I feel like a lot of times it's just you get stacks of naked chips. But are you, you saying... Get, you get plenty of stacks of naked chips and it does make it better if they are well uh, distributed. But... I do also, really, it's just me being a glutton and being like, these will be great, but the things at the end are going to be soggy and dilapidated by the time we get to them. You know what I mean? Mm, I see, I see. Uh, Do you then go to the extreme? There was a Mexican place right near my old apartment that their nachos were single chips, very big, robust chips that had like a big pile of stuff on each individual chip. So they were each like single servings. I love that. See, that that feels like... They were quite good. That feels analogous to what I would do in my own home. See, I have a controversial statement that I think is more controversial than Joe's. I kind of like the soggy, dilapidated mess at the end. If I have extra chips, because then I just pile all this soggy, dilapidated crap on top of fresh chips. That's fair. Because the, the chips add a nice... Even the sogginess, they added that saltiness, and they even the soggy chip adds a certain texture it that adds I kind its own of enjoy. Thing. And also, I, yeah. nachos should be eaten with a fork in one hand anyway, <laughs> just to just to make it well, really, easier. And then even the soggy, dilapidated mess, even if there's no fresh chips, just eating that with a fork, it's fucking delicious. It's wonderful. I don't care. That, that's also true. Yeah. Piggy that's also slop, true. I'm, I'm all about it. Uh, I'll say, too... In that vein, uh, not only should you not just be eaten with a fork, they should be eaten out 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 of the public eye. Those should be nachos are a very I, so, <laughs> a private pe- food. Correct. When people order nachos in public, they're and they're I, I feel like they're predominantly doing it with the intent on going in and I'll have a chip, I'll go, I'll have a sip of something, I'll talk to a friend, I'll come back to the chips. Nachos, like all food, are a gauntlet to be yeah. conquered. No, no, no. Nachos, I think. Um, American culture especially has gotten too comfortable with eating nachos and buffalo wings in public. Nachos and buffalo wings should be eaten like that bird that is that is cooked in France and then eaten whole. You know what I'm talking about? Where you put the na- you yes. put the napkin yes. over your head to shield yourself from God. That's because it's it's such a sin to eat. I forget the name it's, of it. I'm looking it up. Hang on. That's how I nachos know you're talking about too. Yeah, nachos should be eaten that way. You should have a a napkin or a towel draped over your head and you should just eat a plate should be slid under that and then you should pull it out the other side and it should be empty and then no one should see what happens to make that plate empty oh hang on i'm looking it up oh the or the ortolan or yeah. ortolan yeah a tiny what's, bird what's oh. gross about it again there's something disgusting about it but i can't remember it's what it that is. You, eat the, you eat the bird whole bones and all beak beak bones eyes everything you just eat it but it's so decadent and so like well made that it's like apparently the, the mo- one of the most delicious things. The bird is roasted for eight minutes and then plucked. The consumer then places the bird feet first into their mouth while holding onto the bird's head. The ortolan is then eaten whole with or without the head, and the consumer spits out the larger bones. The traditional way French gourmands eat or- ortolans is to cover their heads and face with a large napkin or towel while consuming the bird. The purpose of the towel is debated. Some claim it is to retain the maximum ro- aroma with the flavor as they consume the entire bird at once. Others have stated, Tradition dictates that this is to shield from God's eyes the shame of such a decadent and disgraceful act. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's, yeah. that's exactly what nachos should be. Yeah. 
honestly, the act of publicly shame eating underneath some sort of uh, guard, it should be spread out to more than just this uh, sacrilegious bird eating. That's what I'm saying. Nachos, buffalo wings, all these things. Soup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a big Uh, problem. He makes pickled jalapenos, which look very, very good. Those looked fantastic. Cannot recommend homemade pickled peños highly enough. It's a great yeah, call. Yeah, pickle your own stuff. It's great. I made pickled onions last week. They were Oh, the best. pickled onions are so easy and so good. So, so good. It's the si- great most, way to plus something up. Yeah, it's the easiest way to like make everything good. It's yeah. Oh God. Pickle yeah, some yeah. cabbage. Oh, the whole. The Wasn't whole it cool how fantastic. Joe just had a cowbell there a second ago? <laughs> I'm sipping out of a cowbell because when I need more cowbell, I reach for my 32 ounce Yeti. Anyway, uh, and oh, they're all there's nothing like crazy about these nachos. One of the th- moves that we have discussed many times on this podcast is uh, shredded cheese and a nacho cheese sauce on your nachos, which is a phenomenal move. Correct, Great absolutely. Move. I was, I was, I, I was looking for things to hate in his nacho preparation because him doing things wrong makes me very happy and it and it makes great content that we can scream about. <laughs> he crushed these nachos. These were these were incredible. I thought these were my fantastic. Only, uh, my only thing that I didn't like, which he says he doesn't like either, but he was just doing it for accuracy, was to put a huge dollop of guac Correct. and sour cream on top. He says yeah. he would have wanted to put those which on the is, side. That's yeah. why. So, yeah, that's why I wasn't going to quibble with it because he stated that it was wrong, but he had to do right. it for for show accuracy. Right, 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 right. But yeah, overall, a great nacho. He also um, he said, you know, while he was pickling the jalapenos, just to backtrack slightly, um, there was a color change in the in the garlic that was in there. Due to right. some some, and he said that someone in the comments would handle it, and they did. And I looked it up, and then um, so the way the garlic turns blue, the color change is caused by a reaction between enzymes and sulfur-containing amino acids in the garlic. The same enzymes as are responsible for the garlic's flavor. When these enzymes are activated by a mild acid, they produce blue. Pretty cool. What are what are some of your favorite enzymes? Uh. I didn't have Avengers a pun. Enzyme. <laughs> Damn it! I didn't have a pun ready for enzymes. I'm 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 out of it today. Yeah. How dare you're, you yeah, not you're, have your enzyme? Yeah, you're really material. letting us down, Joe. The, yeah. the New York Enzymes, great publication. That's very good. Now we've done it. <laughs> um, any other thoughts about these nachos? We can move on to the. Oh no, Joe, you got something. I was going to ask, because uh, his cheese was uh, sharp cheddar and pepper jack. What is your ideal cheese? It was Monterey. Oh, Monterey Jack. Excuse it was me. from California. <laughs> uh, do you guys have any additions, any subtractions? How are you fucking up your little cheese sauce? Uh, I mean, the cottage. Che- <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I yeah. will. I've been known to throw uh, some mozzarella, shredded mozzarella on a... Uh, on some nachos, just because mozzarella melts so well, mm-hmm. gives you good pull. It just, yeah, it makes a nice uh, gooey uh, layer of cheese. But cheddar's good. Yeah, Monterey Jack. And I mean, he said not to use bagged cheese, but like I'm making nachos. This isn't gourmet shit. I'm like, right. sh- I'm shut bag- up. All right, yeah, I'm pouring a whole bag of the taco cheese. That uh, said, one of the things that we did with our Buffalo Mac was a mix of like some leftover like gruyere and stuff that we had had that we just finished shredding mm-hmm. and the bagged cheddar which is a great way to to have it both ways oh yeah yeah 
uh, and a little Gruyere in anything will uh, it'll set set something off. Someone goes, "What's the flavor?" You cannot you can inevitably come back and say Gruyere. Yeah, as yeah, they yeah, say yeah. in France, Gruyere will get you there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't look it up; it's one hundred percent true. I've been there. James <laughs> is full of really, really uh, common phrases today. Yep. ones that we all go to sleep mm-hmm. with. We every all night. listen. We all know. I think it was Nixon who actually brought that one. From <laughs> yeah, that's right. He said Gruyere will get you there, and then he was uh, immediately impeached. Remember right. that's actually cra- why remember- that's actually what started Watergate was they were like fuck this guy and they looked into him and turns out pretty bad guy. <laughs> he, he was meeting the, with George uh, Pompidou relatable- and he came back. Oh. Sorry. I was going to say remember on the relatable crepe episode of this podcast where we only said that we eat crepes somewhere in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> sure do. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, was it worth interrupting Joe two times to get that in? Probably not, but here we 100% are. 100% it was, Johnny. Uh, should we correspond with the coward? Let's. Real quick, we should talk that he does a uh, a recreation oh, the of the Nako, yes. uh, which he did about a year ago and apparently did such a bad job on that he needed to recreate it. And the recreation yeah, was quite simple. Yeah. Yeah. It, all, the, all the Kim Possible heads apparently went after him <laughs> Dude, uh, don't discount early aughts disney fans it like a, a select branch of disney adults who will 100 percent chop your head off if you say anything bad about uh, iCarly or whatever ah uh, i'm carly uh <laughs> <laughs> that's the best that's the best part of that show is when they recreated that whole scene from spartacus <laughs> yeah no i'm carly i'm carly <laughs> uh now we've done it <laughs> yeah, it's just it's a burrito with nacho cheese and beef and a little bit of uh, crushed up tacos in it. Or sorry, of yeah, crushed up nachos it's, in it. It's the thing you make three days after having made tacos when all you have left are beef, cheese, and Remnants. tortillas. <laughs> right. Well, really, yeah. it's it's a good home version of like a beefy, crunchy burrito from Taco Bell, which where it's which like I do love. Well, you you get you get your meat, you get your your gooey cheese. Ideally, you'd have a little bit of sour cream in there, and then you get little flecks of chips to add a nice crunch. It's good consistency. I had Taco Bell like two weeks ago for the first time in a very long time. I went to hang out with a friend of the pod, Eric Schmidt, who likes Mm -hmm. to hang out in weird areas, which is just (laughs) a long way to say that I was in Midtown. Uh, (laughs) And so after we hung out, I was walking home, and I was hungry, and there was a Taco Bell. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting Taco Bell. And it was fantastic. It was everything I wanted it to be. I'm very jealous. I haven't had Taco Bell in a minute. It's been very long. I had it fairly recently, and Johnny is correct. It still fucking bangs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Joey, should we correspond with some cowards? We should. And uh, and this comes to us from uh, friend of the pod, coward of the pod, uh, Christina B. from the It's Broadway Bitch uh, podcast, uh, as, as having featured uh, myself and John Newman. But not um, James. Not James. Uh, he refuses to do any other podcast, yeah, which yeah, yeah, yeah. respect out of loyalty. I don't That's think I've good. been reached out to, but if I have, it's I, <laughs> and, and I and I have not responded, it's because I do not read my email. So do not take it personally. <laughs> That's, but, also, that... but also, if you didn't want to have me on, you do not have to have me on. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. James Nichols, good at business. Uh, <laughs> This is the equivalent of going to a show, hanging out in the back, and then afterwards approaching the producer and be like, hey, man, I don't want to do your show. And then leave. <laughs> hey, man, I'd love to keep coming to the show as an audience member. <laughs> uh, Christina writes, hello. I know this is out of context, but I need you to know that it takes three years to grow asparagus to maturity. 
This is why it is so expensive. Also, one oh, is... Oh, yeah, James. Uh, <laughs> also, James one is... Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, you were complaining about how, how expensive asparagus yeah, is. Yeah, like, I was. It ago. is too expensive. Speed <laughs> it up. Three years? What are we doing? It's 2021. I what are these scientists doing? doing if they're not speeding up asparagus production? Yeah. We, we've devoted enough resources to cloning bananas. I think we can get in on the asparagus racket now. Uh, also, one asparagus spear equals one asparagus plant, so it's not like harvesting a bush... You're welcome for this stupid information. I now boycott asparagus due to its audacity as a plant. <laughs> wow. Uh, and then she also sent a picture of someone who had uh, planted an asparagus. And, it, man, it really is just a little baby Groot of a fucking thing that eventually becomes a regular asparagus stalk. Now, you uh, see, this this is weird to me because I got an email last week from someone that says, did you know that asparagus is actually just a tree that's been shrunk down over the course of a decade? So these feel like conflicting pieces of information. It sounds really like asparagus doesn't know what the fuck it is. And, mm. so, and so really it, t- it makes your pee smell weird as a lash out because it's still dealing with its own internal trauma, you know? Never what a not, strange thing. Never not funny. I never, I, I never don't laugh. At the smell of my pee, which is instantaneous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun sometimes if I forget that I had asparagus mm-hmm. for a second, and then I re- I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, right. Because because a weird waft hits your nostrils, and you're like, oh, there it is. I ate sort of healthy last night. Um, all that said, that's ridiculous that it takes that long to grow. Put a pause. <laughs> put a pause on all these vaccine uh, scientists. Put them on yeah. asparagus. Let's get faster asparagus. I want them. Cents on the dollar. That's what I, I want to get the price down. That's we need to slash the price of asparagus. I'd be eating it every day if I could. I would never not have smelly pee. I I'll also say because now I'm 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 heading down into an asparagus subreddit uh uh rabbit hole. Uh, asparagus grows exactly like you're picturing. It just grows up into this little tree of asparagus. Mm-hmm. It just it just it, it like there's no. It's not like a turnip or a carrot or any other thing where you got to pluck it or pull it out of the ground or whatever. It just grows up and is asparagus. It's insane. Wow. Life really is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> another another famous presidential saying. That was, that was Gerald Ford. <laughs> yeah, that was Ford. That was Ford after the impeachment when right. Uh, That's right. when Nixon said Greer will get you there. Yeah. And then Ford and then said they impeached Man. him for it. <laughs> yeah, they impeached Which, him for that. And only it, that. Right, uh, and then, then Gerald Ford Card- was like, "Man, life really is crazy." <laughs> and then, <laughs> that was and then, that was how he was made president. And then Jimmy Carter, you know, when he took over, uh, you know, speaking on, they asked him, "Can you speak on Gerald Ford's uh, comments?" And he said, uh, "Well, people don't think it'd be like that, but it do." And <laughs> yep, and that feels is like Jimmy as good Carter's a place as any. Uh, biggest presidential accomplishment being elected with the name Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, James Carter gets a second term for yeah, sure. Yeah, right. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, that's a good point. I think like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get elected by using the silly form of my name. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it w- it would be essentially like if we had a current president Joey, which would be sick, and not a fucking uh, nightmare. <laughs> uh, uh, why do yeah. I go by Joey? Because it grows the economy. <laughs> That would be his stupid reasoning. Guys! 
if you like the podcast. Uh, and we know you do. We know you fucking do. Uh, <laughs> please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. If you want to follow us for more content, we are at Gab with Bab on Twitter. We are Gabbing with Babish on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us more asparagus facts or just tell us uh, how your pee smells after you eat it, uh, send Actually, that t- message. Tell us how your pee smells in general. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I, these are going to be good emails. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cowards, send right those. Right description of your pee scent or you're a fucking coward send your emails to uh, <laughs> um, gavinwithbabish at gmail.com bye, bye.